Yo, what up, what's up? Everybody's been talking about it. It's been all over the news. It's all over social media. Does everybody got their own opinions of what happened, what should have been done, what needed to be done, whatever the case may be. I have my own opinion of it. And, you know, that would, the sad part is that one part took away the beauty of the entire Oscars. That one moment. Now, for those of y'all who haven't been paying attention to the news lately or haven't been watching social media lately, and there's some of y'all that don't don't watch news or social media. Now, I don't, I'm not a news person, never really have been. I check it out from time to time to find out information and things like that. But Sunday, during the Oscars, host of the Oscars, Chris Rock, was going through his comedic spiel, and he was talking about Will Smith's wife, Jada who happened to be in the audience as well. Well, you know, Chris Rock being Chris Rock is going to say what he feels like he wants to say. Well, apparently Chris Rock said something about Will's wife uh, and her head condition. Now, what I'm referring to, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but in any case, Will Smith went up there and literally pimp slapped Chris Rock. And uh, the whole audience went into a stir after he did that. Now, of course, Will would go up later on and um, accept the Academy Award for Best uh, Picture for King Richard, which was the movie about the uh, Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena. He would win an award for that, and he would apologize for his actions. But... The slap heard around the world has had implications all over. It is the most popular topic now on social media. It is the most popular tweet. It is the most popular everything. Now, as I said, everybody has their own opinions of what Chris Rock should have said, what Chris Rock should have done, what Will Smith should have said, what Will Smith should have done. That's neither here nor there. Okay, so let me just put a few questions out the way before I can continue. Was Chris Rock wrong with what he said about Will's wife, Jada? Maybe. Of course, we didn't know, and I, I found out later on, uh, Jada is starring in a film, uh, the uh, G.I. Jane 2, and of course, in G.I. Jane, in the first G.I. Jane, uh, this is about a woman who joined the Marines, and her hair was shaved. Well, turns out that Will Smith's wife, Jada, was was suffering from alopecia, which is a hair condition that causes hair loss. And in some cases, I think it's hair patching as well. So basically, um, and besides considering the role that she had to play, uh, I think Jada shaved her head for that role. But, you know, Chris Rock, being Chris Rock, made jokes about it. And of course, Chris Rock going to be, he's not going to pull no punches. Well, Will obviously had a problem with that, went up on this stage and literally pimp slapped this boy. Now, I got to give Chris his props. I got to give him all the props all day long. He took that slap like a soldier. He did. He took it like a soldier because he could have went off in the corner and started crying. He could have went off in the audience and started beating up on Will Smith. I don't know how good his boxing skills are. We never, I've never asked a man about it, and I don't want to. 
You know, it could have went a whole bunch of different ways. But after Will did what he did, sat back down, said what he said, the show went on. Chris Rock went on ahead and did what he did. Being Chris Rock was Chris Rock. So, you know, I'm not going to be one to say that Will Smith was justified in slapping Chris Rock. Nor am I going to say that Chris Rock should have kept his mouth shut about Jada Pinkett. There is a word and I am going to say, and that word is simply timing. In the good comedians understand timing. Good actors and actresses understand timing. And all I'm going to say about this incident, this was bad timing all the way around. Could Chris Rock chose his words carefully? Absolutely. Given the situation, knowing the situation, Chris Rock could have said something different and still been funny. Chris Rock's a professional comedian. He's been doing it for 30 plus years. Done movies and everything else. Could Will have handled the situation with Chris a whole lot differently? Absolutely. Will's a professional actor. He's a music, He's a rapper. He's a producer. He has his own production company. Him and Jada have a production company together. They produce TV shows and movies together. So he knows something about timing. This was an incident that could have handed up a whole lot worse. Thank goodness it did not. But this was just bad timing all around. Bunch of bad timing. When I look at this video, when I look at this incident, all I see is bad timing all the way around. Knowing what I know about everything and knowing and understanding the situation, like I said, bad timing all the way around. Chris Rock could have chose his words carefully. Will Smith could have chose his actions carefully. The bottom line is that incident makes all black people look bad, and especially black men, because they don't like us to begin with. They already think that we don't know anything. We don't know how to act. We don't know how to think. That the only way that we can function is when if we're white people around because they don't think that we know how to behave ourselves in a public place. But apparently from what I was reading about that Chris Rock had been rubbing on Will Smith and Jada for a little over five years now. He'd been doing this for, and he this I think he hosted the Academy Awards for at least half of the last decade. Him and, of course, Ricky Gervais. Them the only ones I know that have been hosting it. It's been either one or the other flip-flopped. But there are a lot of things that I can look at this incident and say, just, just, just come off with something. First and foremost, I am not going to justify what Will Smith did. You know, Will's a professional. Will's a multi-millionaire. And I'm not going to say that Chris Rock would have could have pressed charge. He might, he could have pressed charge. There was enough security where they could have had a police department down there in short order. If he wanted to press charges, there wouldn't have been a damn thing Will Smith could have done about it. You got over a thousand witnesses in there, plus video cameras. You couldn't, you couldn't beg your way out of that if he wanted to press charges. 
But again, I give Chris Rock his props because he took that slap like a soldier. He took that slap like a bona fide soldier. But again, I really can't down Will Smith either. After all, there's not a man listening to this right now that's going to tell me you're going to allow someone to disrespect your wife, even if it's a joke. Even if you knew that the joke was coming, you are not going to allow another man who it doesn't matter who it is to disrespect your wife. You can't sit there and tell me you're just going to sit there and let another man disrespect your wife. I know better than that. Because I wouldn't allow anybody to disrespect my wife. Even if she was wrong, you're not going to disrespect her. Even if I got a beef with my wife, you're not going to disrespect her. But again, bad timing. There are better ways to settle your beefs than what Will Smith did. But what happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock, to me, is the problem with black men in particular. And that's where I see a teachable moment throughout all of this. And this is where I'm going to conclude this post with that. There are a lot of teachable moments that I can use this for, but one in particular, and it's this. This is the reason why it is necessary. Listen to me carefully. This is why it is necessary to have black men in the lives of black boys. It is an absolute necessity. It is an absolute necessity for Hispanic men to be in the lives of Hispanic boys. It is absolutely necessary. And I know some of you say, well, I don't have no sons. I don't have no boys in my life. I don't have no kids in my life, but they're all around you. There are plenty of fatherless kids walking around the streets. There are plenty of fatherless children walking around in our neighborhoods and our communities. There's plenty of them. And the reason why I say this, and again, no disrespect to my black and brown women, okay? I have nothing but the biggest respect for my black and brown women. I have nothing but the highest respect for my mothers, my black and brown mothers, because y'all do a hell of a job given the circumstances. But I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Mama can do her best and can do everything she can in her power to help you. But mama cannot raise a boy and teach him to be a man. It takes a man to teach a boy how to be a man. And when that is lacking, it doesn't matter whether that's a black boy, a white boy, or a Hispanic boy, or an Asian boy. When there are no male role models around, an uncle, a brother, a, a grandfather, a nephew, to teach that boy how to be a man. If he's been raised around nothing but women, a mother, a sister, an auntie, a grandmother, a niece, 
How do you think, how do women react to situations? They do not, there's the difference between men and women. The biggest, biggest difference between men and women is that women handle situations with emotion. Okay? I'm not a psychiatrist, but this much I do know. Women do not handle things most women, okay, let me let me clarify. I'm not saying all women do the same thing. But a woman, by her nature, handles situations with emotion. They do not handle it with rational thinking like men. So when situations come up, what do women do? They get emotional. They get in their feelings. They cry. They get scared. They get emotional. We all do it to an extent, but women in particular do this. Women are not going to sit there and say, well, maybe I should think about what, you know, the first thing we're going to do is the first thing a woman's going to do is cry. First woman thing a woman's going to do is get in her feelings and get in her emotions. So if a boy, a young boy, regardless of race, is raised around women and this is the way they react to problems and situations, how do you think that boy's going to react? Is you think he's going to react in, in, with, with rational thinking? No. He's going to react the way he was raised. And the way he was raised was around emotional thinking people. And he's going to cry and he's going to whine. He's going to do those things because that's what he was raised around. And then on top of that, when a man comes in and tries to teach that boy how to be a man, he's going to re instantaneously rebel against it because there were no men. So he's going to instantaneously rebel. This is the reason why you see the, con the situations we see today. This is the reason why we have the problems that we have today in our streets. Men walking around acting like women because they have no men to teach these boys how to be men. Now, I'm not saying that was the way Will reacted or the way Chris reacted. But this is the situation that we deal with in the black community, in the brown community. You got a bunch of feminized, sissified boys. And I'm not, again, I'm not blaming these women. I'm not point using this to point the finger at women. I'm just showing you the situation we deal with and what the only solution to that problem is. We have to teach these boys about manhood. We have to show these men, these boys, that you don't handle things with emotions. You do not allow emotion to, ju to justify your thinking process or to screw up your thinking process. You have to think rationally and intelligently any situation you're in. Like I said, this could have turned out a whole lot worse and thank God it did not. However, here's what I am going to say. And I think that it bears repeating here. There are better ways to settle your beefs than in public. Much better ways. We learned that lesson with Hurricane Katrina. 
all them people in New Orleans came to came to Texas and other places, and they started going to start doing the wars that they were doing there here. And you see, they locked, they were locking them up, and some of them are still locked up today because of it. It's been nearly twenty years since uh, Katrina hit, and many of them people are still locked up in jail and prisons because of that. But again. The point I'm trying to get you to see is this. If I have a beef with someone, I know a lot of people, a lot of women think where you show out is where you're going to get wore out. But again, emotion versus rational thinking. Okay? If you work off as emotion, you're going to do things like that. If I got a beef with someone, I'm going to pull that person in private. Even if they did it in public, I'm going to pull that person in private and explain to them what they did wrong and give them an opportunity to correct their behavior. That's rationally rationalized thinking. Now, if there's no way that we can negotiate it outside of coming to blows, okay, if that's all, if, if it's what it's going to take is us to fight, then again, the rational thinking thing to do is do it in a private setting. Do not do it in public. You do it in private, and you take care of your business there. Okay, if, if I have to fight you, if we're going to have to fight, then no problem. We can do it in a private setting, and one, two things are going to happen. One, either I'm going to whoop your ass, or two, you're going to whoop my ass. But at the end of the day, the beef is settled. Win, lose, or draw, the beef settles. There is no more beef. We settled it. We walk away as friends or we walk away learning to agree to disagree. But in either way, we walk away. There is no more beef. That's how you do things rationally. That's how you do things intelligently. You don't air private business in public. That's why, that's the problem where we got with Facebook and Instagram and all this social media. Everybody putting all their business out in the street. Now the whole world knows what you are. And it should never be that way. But let me just say it like this. I hope none, none of the people that saw that think that that's the right way to handle the situation. No, it's not. I'll make it clear to you, it is not. You know, we're talking about two millionaires. Chris may not be financially on the level of Will Smith, but he's a millionaire. He's rich. And real millionaires, real people that got money don't handle their business like that. They sit down at a table. They talk. They negotiate. They talk like gentlemen and settle their beasts like gentlemen. They settle their beasts like men. They put an end to their beasts like men, period. And they do it in private. That's how men do it. That's how real men do it. Now, accordingly to the reports, and several reports said at the end of the night, uh, Will and Chris settle their beef and they're friends like they, they, and there's no problems between them and they're good friends and everything else. 
that it was a misunderstanding. But like I said, and I hope they are right, and hopefully it doesn't go any further than what happened that night. But believe me, it could have ended a whole lot worse. But again, what I saw that night is the problem I see in the community. And there's only one solution to that. And that's men have to step up to the plate and be men. If you out here got kids all over the place, don't leave it to your girlfriend or to your wife or your baby mama to take care of your responsibilities. She can't do it by herself. She may not want to admit it. She might not even tell you, but she needs you. She needs you. Be a man. Step up to the plate and help take care of those kids. Those boys need you. The girls do too, but the boys especially. They need a man to show them what a real man is like. Because I promise you, there's nothing out there on the streets or nothing on social media that's going to teach these boys how to be a man. There's nothing out there. There's nothing on TV. There's nothing on the radio. There's nothing on the internet. There's nothing. Because you, you ain't gonna learn manhood in the schools. You're not gonna learn it in the. You're not gonna learn it on the street. You're not gonna learn it in the in the church house. And you damn sure ain't gonna learn it on social media. So where are these boys learn how to be a man? Most of them ain't. As I said, most of them been raised around females their whole life. So they act and react to situations in life like a female. Which is why you got all these feminized men in the penitentiary. Why you got so many feminized men in these gangs. It's sad to say, that's why you got so many feminized men in the grave. Because of that very thing. If you have a child, and your baby mama, your grandmama, your mama or the government is taking care of your responsibility. I'm not going to sit here and say shame on you because you already know you shamed. You need to be ashamed. It's time to step up, step up to the plate, be a man, take your care of your responsibility. And I know some of you going to say, well, I don't have a job. I can't take care of him financially. A real man going to find a way. A real man going to put his pride aside. If he got to work at McDonald's, he'll do it to take care of his children. If he got to go out there and dig a ditch, if he got to go out there and do construction work in the hot blazing sun, we already know it's hot in Texas. It's hot as hell in Texas. But a real man going to take care of his responsibility. And it's not just financial responsibility. It's emotional responsibility. It's spiritual responsibility. It's the whole way around. And I know someone said, well, I buy them shoes and I buy them clothes. Hell with that. They need you. They need your presence. P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. Not your P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S. Shoes get wore out. Toys get toys get broke up. Something good, a good thing gets replaced by a better one. But them times when they see you chilling with them, watching TV, watching a movie with them, going to their birthday parties, going to their school functions, going to see them play soccer or football, that is the most important thing that they'll always remember. 
They'll, they may remember them J's you bought them for school. But they'll never forget the time you sat there and you listened to them talk about any little thing. This is what our communities need right now. This is what our communities need. Men to step up and be men. Let what let this be a teachable moment and let's bring real manhood back to the plate. You know what I mean? Anyway, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My website's coming and I'm going to get on it because I want to make sure this content gets out to everybody. But anyway, that's my time. I love y'all. Y'all be y'all be cool. Love one another cuz we're all we got. Big Mel, who is Rugrat? Peace.